We left off last week a very important shayla, how much money has to be spent in a situation, even though we paskin mishalav or mishal ben, and only the father or the mother has to pay for the groceries and other expenditures. What happens if it's a situation where they need the money and the concept of uh, charity beginning at home? Is it a dinstaka, or is there a greater chiv of kibbutzavim, or is it the same dinstaka? Hopefully, we'll see one of the two makaris that we saw a year and a half ago in hilchestaka. So, hopefully, it'll sound familiar. And the shailu evolves around the yishalmi. I think we saw the tail end of the shear, shalmi and peya, which I didn't give out again. The yishalmi brings down we see the lushan again. And the Gemara here, Yushami, makes a contrast between mitzvahs we have to spend money, where it's only from what you have, and adds in sukkah, lulav, shayfer, tefillin, tzitzis. And yet, when it comes to kibbut avayim, afilu, the Yushami's lashon, afilu atamisavev al hapsachim, even if you have to go collecting for yourself afterwards. Shalmi holds, which again is tremendous musr, whether we pass like these Shalmi or not, we'll discuss in a moment. But the fact that there even exists a shita, that it surpasses the chiv of staka, which is at a fifth, and the iser to give more than a fifth, shema ya'ani, you might become poor. And here it says, if you have what you eat for today, don't worry about tomorrow. And if you have to collect tomorrow, you have to collect. Could you collect for parents? The answer is no, if you're saying it's for parents, because collecting is never a lot of fun, and it's a bizayin, has to be done, has to be done, and to go and shift the discomfort from you and say, it's not for me, it's for my parents, is a direct affront to keep it up in. If he has no money for today, he can... Uh, collect for himself first. But that's a pretty tall bar. Uh, we're going to discuss whether everybody agrees to that or not. But the Shami says it Farish. Let's see in the Machaber what the Machaber uh, Ramos say. Take a look at page 1A in this handout, which is the uh, first page if you flip it over in the right direction. Again, what's clear is that if you can't go to work and you're going to miss a certain amount of time at work or miss a certain deal, that's Manias Revach. That's how we got onto this topic in the first place. And Dom Menesina, according to one sheet, it was Mokhid to give up a lot of Revach because it wasn't a loss of principle. And others are going to say, which we didn't get to yet, that it's a question of being Mitzar the father by waking him up, and that's why it wasn't allowed. And the issue we have with Cholamai, because often a very large Menias Revach can be considered a Hefzig as it is in Cholamai. If you recall, we made the Chilik, which if you didn't get uh, go back to the Shir and do Chazar, I'll just mention it in a nutshell, but we're discussing a little bit afterwards. The Chilik possibly on being a windfall that wasn't expected, not part of the regular budget, not part of the regular Heshtadlis and Panasa, which this sale for Dom would have been, because most people don't pay this kind of money for one jewel, but they needed it. 
similar to the example uh, we gave where the house is worth uh, half a million and all of a sudden the government needs it or Walmart's opening up next door and all of a sudden out of nowhere it's, it's worth three million, would that be mutter or chalamite? Because it's not hefsid, but Manias revach, if you're depending on it, does not have to be a regular job, but this is the type of thing that you hope comes up throughout the year and this is out of left field, would that be included? That was the, that was the shayla to possibly answer up on the Yashu's uh, question on the Ritva, what the Ritva says that the Menesina had no heter, it was only loss of profit, just like a Cholomite, even though Cholomite, sometimes there is Cholomite. So, let's go to the Machaber on page 1A, the front page, Sif Hei. The Chotchila, if they have the money, the parents have to pay for it. Im yesh loy, if they have it, v'emein la'av yesh l'ben, k'ifen osoy v'zon aviv k'fi mashu yochel. We're not normally k'ifer for kibbutz aviv because even though Bastin can be k'ifer for general mitzvahs and staying away from averus, makana sashetet say nafsha, you could force a person when permitted by law to kain married to grusha to divorce his wife. Another such dinim and. If the exception is if it's matan schar if the pasuk says the schar, and this guy still doesn't want to do it, he's not smart enough to do it, and the pasuk promises, we know there's always schar, then Basin doesn't even force the issue. So keep it of aim, it says the schar right there. Arich is yamin. Staka, it also says schar, but staka has a list, I say also, I'm not giving staka, which is why, if it's a din staka, we understand why Basin can get involved. Kaifin asav is on aviv kifi mashu yachol. The main laben and if the son doesn't have, he does not have to go collecting. It might be a good thing to do anyway if it's necessary, but we're talking about the actual chiv as opposed to letting the gabet stucco know that it's his issue. Technically, it's not the son's issue. This is not where he's missing work and tomorrow he has to go collect. This is where it's an expenditure and he can't afford it and it's Main Lebem is he can't afford it, or maybe according to the Machaber, if it's above what he'd normally have to spend in Ochostaka, let's say above 20%. So that's the debate over here. The Machaber, who's the Beis Yasef, comments that you don't have to go above 20% because it's a din in Ochostaka. It's also a keem of keeping a The diak over here from the Machaber, Enochai Vlasal Psachim Hachlazadur, sounds like you don't have to go begging for money, but you would have to give more than 20%. The Ramah, this is tricky, if you might remember this, Mir Hefgad, the Ramah himself learned in the Ramam, who the Machab is quoting, that the Ramam is chalik and he holds that you have to give more than 20%, you just don't have to go begging. And that's where the Ramah writes his next line. Haga, bottom line, v'yesham, and And in the brackets, not written in the Ramah, Kain Kasa Beis Yasev, Dinira Kain, look at 2A, skip the middle page, Yedivar Rifra Rosh. So, Beis Yasef seemed to have learned that the maximum was 20%. The Ramah learned the Ramam otherwise, that so he's reiterating the point that it's only in the Hilchah maximum 20%. So already you have a remez that there might be a machlekes where you have to transcend your regular Hilchah to do more just over here. You don't have to give away yet. Last penny, you have to go begging. But it's already more than Hilchah The question is why? Well, based on the Yishami we started with, we understand the uh, question is, do you pass like it? So Ramah seems to say it's only a din in Hilchus Stokka, not more than that. Continue on 2A. Makam, makam, top line Ramah. Em yadom ha-seges, however, if you can't afford it, tavom eira, 
person should be cursed. Should not use my son money for your parents. When we learned this in Ochotstaka, I said I'd get back to it in Hoskib Rabbeim, so we just fulfilled our promise. And if there's no other way to do it, you can use my son money, Chaimish, whatever the case may be. It just you should try to avoid it. It's a bizarre for the parents to use that money for them, and certainly for your question, would be designed to announce whoever you're trying to raise funds from that is for your parents. And the minigis that I think people don't, when they're collecting for themselves, they usually say somebody has a chas's kala. They try to protect the dignity. That's, that's okay, as long as it's a bona fide need. If they are a need, you could use your own mice and money for them? That's generally true. A mice holds a person is on himself, he's not high for mice. Others say you should still separate it, at least on paper, and then take okay. it for yourself if you need it. <laughs> Parents are anim, but he is not. Yeah. He to use his own That's what this is. That's what Mal says, He should not, unless he can't do it any other way, in which case he should rather take care of his parents and not worry about the brochas or lack thereof. But it's better, better not to. In other words, it's his mitzvah that he has to use his own money, not from Maisel money as a hitter, yes. or just Yes, well, that's totally in the last Shaila. Is this did in Hilchastaka? And keep it of aim, or just keep it of aim. And is there a sheet that holds it transcends even your 20% until such point that you'd have to go collecting for yourself, in which case you're pottering, you don't have to do that. You have to do that when you're missing work, but not to actually spend the cash. So it's a Shiloh whether it's a din hochestock or not, and if it is, then you certainly wouldn't have to spend more than 20%. So if you're giving Meister now, and you could stretch a little more and give Chaimish, which is still a hochestock or a chachila, that would be a way to do it. This says here the Misha Fran is loving Does he mean only the Meister or also the Chaimish? Should certainly try to avoid at least the Meister Cheshman. Many people, whenever I get the Shaila, many people struggle to pay Meister. And could be Chaimish would be included in this. And they say, well, I'm not going to be able to give as much. So then I tell them, just go ahead, don't announce it. Um, don't tell them, certainly don't tell anybody else, but the better they should have what they need. So it's a little tricky. If you want to look uh, look back, I say look back, listen back to the Hochul's we had about three or four shirim on the parameters of this Ramah, why it's also, why is it Tavah Meira, and uh, what is it talking about? Some say it's only talking about Maisa Tua, not Maisa Kesev, Ramah, not Machalik. Continuing the Ramah, Meish Banim Rabim. You might remember this, this is not very uh, popular, at least the end of it. Machashon Fimam Shalahem. So you do it according to not a set tax. You do a sliding scale according to income. There are 10 kids. Some can afford it more. Some can afford it less. Kids who can afford more should chip in more. And you do a percentage of uh, the income. And then he's going to pay more. Or sometimes a more, more percentage than the other, the next line. If some of them just can't afford it. The Aniyam are Potter. And you just levy it on the Ashirim. So... That's hard to figure out sometimes, but I think it's intuitive. Even had you not seen the Ramah, I would hope most people would see it that way. The problem is, when it comes to money, sometimes people get funny. And uh, they start arguing, not on the Ramah, of course. Ramah says clearly, if some are Shem and some are Niam, the Niam are Potter. And if they're all middle income, some a little more, some a little less, you do it a little bit more for those who can afford more. But they start uh, arguing on how much is Aniyas, how much is Ashiris, what, what the number is, and what can you afford, and, um, and you can only afford it, who asked you to go down to Florida? So, that's a Shaila. Yeah? Does the Kibbutz extend to the father's business? The father's saying, I want you, I'm starting a startup, for instance, and I need an hour time from your business. 
you have come over and helped me in my business? That's, a, that's not an uncommon shaila. It's a very good shaila. Here, you have to examine why he's doing that. It's always very nice and gishmak for a father. I'll give you some scenarios in mind in a moment where it's actually not a good idea, but let's assume the father and the son will get along in the business and the father would have the nachas. Firstly, he has somebody he trusts. And that's um, somebody he can watch in action and he gets nachas, the son is helping him. It's a big skill <laughs> to help him. If he needs his help because he really feels he can't trust anybody and this is the best way to do it and the father needs the panasa and he's not going to ruin his parnasa to end up being masa psachim for basic bills even for today, then he should do it. What's the difference? About, as a matter of fact, some of the famous examples we have in Medrashim, the famous Medrash we spoke out, uh, the, the uh, father uh, had, a, they had a mill. The mills were hard. If you had a water mill or a wood mill, it's great if it's windy. Whether if you're living in Niagara Falls, but most of the time you had to push a mill. It's back-breaking labor. And the Gemara has a Maisa, Chiddush, in the opposite direction, which we'll, um, we didn't get to yet, actually, inside, where the son told the father, quickly, you sit down here and just do this for a few days. I know the king's offices are looking for good men, and if you're not doing this, you're going to have to go there, which is worse. I'll go there, and he made the sacrifice, even though he's putting his father to work. So the Gemara says it depends on the greater picture. If you can help your father out, and he really needs the help, and it's, uh, I'd say, classic, keep it up, man. My disclaimer, which I was promised to a minute ago, was that I'm not convinced, depending on the relationship, the business, the dynamics, the father's nachas is the son should go into the business. The uh, Chazal assume, this is another schmooze, we mentioned this once, Chazal assume that the son will be going to the father's business, and in the DNA of the family, it should be natural that the son should be a blacksmith if the father's a blacksmith and he should be a carpenter if the father's a carpenter because Mastama, they've been doing this many generations and A, they have the client base, they have the business set up and they have, it's in the DNA. Which sometimes works today. Baruch Hashem, we have access to a lot of industries never had. I have rarely met a doctor who not only didn't ask his son to become a doctor, he forbade him. No, no uh, offense to doctors. Uh, he'll tell me your opinion on that later. But uh, and same thing with lawyers. The attorney says, he's not doing this. I got paid $8 an hour to be in a partnership, partnership track for 17 years. He's not doing that. Even though they make a lot of money now, but okay. <laughs> but he got paid very little for many years. So the good news is, okay, he's not doing that. So he wants to do computers. But in the olden days, you know, this is what it was, and um, you brought the son to the business. So... In the olden days, it was expected, I think it would be an affront to the parents. You didn't want to go into the business. It's already insulting. You don't want to go into the business? We've been doing this since your great-great-great-grandfather since he left Mitzrayim after we finished eating the mun. We ran out of mun. It's the first thing we opened up in Israel. So the mamish insulted, besides the help that they need, which was expected. Often they were on the farm. The business was the farm, which was the fallback. So everybody's all hands on deck, and you've got to go milk the cows. And you gotta, so uh, you can't tell me even you're doing something else that you're a putter. Now, again, do the fact that Panos has more Mitsuya and there are more options, it's rare that he's going to ask him to come in an hour a day, but if he does and he won't lose his job and be absolutely miserable and have a Shalom bias problem, then it's a good thing to do. It's only with the proviso that they get along and it's not going to create more understanding than Kibbutz Aim. Working with a father is Gavaldic because you have a lot of opportunity for Kibbutz Aim. Like every time he gives a directive, do this, buy that, take that customer, go to that meeting, you say, yes, sir, or yes, ta, would be more appropriate. I've had to deal with a lot of uh, untangling of fathers and sons where it wasn't yes, sir, and it wasn't yes, ta, and it wasn't yes. 
<laughs> it was, no, it's a better way to do this, and that client's not worth it, and I have a better idea, and I'm working on my own gadget, and this is going to pump up the business, going to be Gavaldic. And uh, came a point in time where at least the children were asking Shaz to give it a name. I told him to become a doctor. Uh, it's less give it a name, at least his father wasn't working in the hospital. So you have to know when is it, uh, my law, when is the law of diminishing returns? And if you spend too much time in close proximity, it might not be a great idea. And sometimes, if it works, Gavaldic. I had um, Leilena, but it's a beautiful uh, take, a person with a big Baal Bitoch, and he, uh, he's uh, an accountant, and not, doesn't live here in Muncie, somebody that's close to from Flatbush. He was an accountant, and he had his own accounting firm, small accounting firm, and it did nicely, and his son came into the firm, and his son, a few years ago, was a nifter, relatively young, the father is uh, much older, and I, I called uh, the with the father a few weeks afterwards, and... Um, he made a comment to me. He says, I have one thing to say. I have no times in a Kosh Baruch Hu. And I got something most people didn't get. I had this chus to work with my son for 20 years. Mamish in close proximity. A desk here, a desk there. It was never a bad word exchanged. I got nachas for 20 years. And he helped me a tremendous amount. It was a beautiful take. Leilano shouldn't come to that. But that's rare that I... read the Samish Stam He's a big Baal B'Tachem. But it's rare that he's able to say in 20 years... Uh, they ran accounting firms, you know, especially between January and October if they're doing corporate returns. It can be a pretty pressurized environment. And I know what he did, and it was pressurized. So the son was a good kid, and, he was go- and they got along, and uh, it was wonderful. And then he, can you imagine how many points he scored? You're going into work. You've got to please the boss anyway. You've got to do your work anyway. And now you're having my Mitzvah's Kavana, and every, every minute you're having Kavana for Mitzvah's Kavana, give it away. Can't get better than that. So. The answer to your question is it depends on uh, how it's going to, uh, going to work out. Okay, let's continue back to the Machaber, how we get to the part with the Yushalmi. Aval, the bolt print, and one, two, three, four, five, six lines down. Aval chayev l'chab d'beguf avi bishmit tzadikach botl mimalachtoi. The fact that you have to go to work, the fact that you're missing some work, or missing a, a client meeting, whatever it is, that's not a heter, that's not spending money, that's doing mitzvah gufa, and you can't work while you're doing the mitzvah, okay. That's the territory. Even if it gets so bad that you have to go collecting tomorrow. As I mentioned last week, I don't find that by any other mitzvah. That would make Kibbutz Avayim very unique, and by this point, we shouldn't be surprised. Now that we're beginning to understand half a year in the severity of Kibbutz Avayim, normally any Alula Vesak, you've got to pay a 50 of money, and that's it. You have uh, Arba Kaisis. Hanukkah, you have Pesumenisa, so you got to give the shirt off your back. That's an exception for Pesumenisa. Otherwise, you don't have to spend more than 50 assets at any assay. Here he has to, the eventuality of going to beg. That's assuming he has what to eat for the, that day. But that's it. That's the whole heter, according to the Machaber. Now, for the dissenting opinion, this is based on the Yishalmi we saw. Look at the gra. Straight down underneath, Ice Yudalid. The Grob brings those who are chaylik, and it's not easy to figure out from the Grob whether he himself holds like this. Sometimes he's just quoting his dissenting opinion, sometimes he leans it uh, in that direction because that's how Itaka holds. Here it sounds like that because he starts off with the words himself, Hu Tamua. So it doesn't sound like he's saying Hu Tamua, and therefore I'm going to share with you the Rashid. Hu Tamua is, I don't know why the Machar passes like this, and the Rashainim who don't know why either. So. So, you know, if there's ever a grow an opinion, it starts with Hutamua, it's a little easier to read. Uh, we see Adal Hutamua, Ba'emes, what's Tamua? Tamua is the part that you have to put yourself in a matzah where you have to go collecting, period. 
assuming it's an inhochazdaka, you have 10%, 20%, give a little more, it's a hider, you don't want to give from your mice, so only give the extra, but you can afford it. You have to go begging, you can't afford it tomorrow, the next day. But the Machabit quoting Yishami. Obviously, the Beis Yisrael held Yishami is agreeing to Babli. Whenever you have Yishami, no Babli argues. You're good to go. Pass like Yishami. Sometimes the Farish of Babli argues. Pass like the Babli. Very few exceptions. And sometimes it's hard to figure out is there a Babli that argues. So Machabra obviously felt that Yishami says this and there's no Babli that argues and therefore you have to do what you have to do even if uh, you're not spending your own money like the first part of the Machabra. You're just missing work. But you're missing work. It's collateral damage. Nothing you can do. You've got to do the mitzvah. So the guy here feels, and the Ramah agrees, do you shall me, third line down the guy, Sfirle de Kibid Mishel Ben. He says, we don't pass like this Yishami. This Yishami is Lishitosi. Yishami holds, we paskin that whenever you have to spend money, the kid has to pay out the father. That's the Yishami Shaila. That's the Bavli Shaila. The Bavli passes the parish, not so. So he says, this Yishami is Lishitosi. So of course, Yishami is going to say, you have to miss work and more work and more work. Even if you have no parasa, it kills you parasa. It's only you have food for today. That's all the Yishami Shitosa. The Gemara Dilan in the Bavli, Mashfel the Kavar Makam. It says Kibar Avim is in the same level of Kavar of Hashem. Mashkasa Namar Kabez Avichan, it compares the Psukim, Kabez Hashem. Deloke Yishami Da'amar Yeser. The Yishami says, not comparable, Kibar Av is more. Hashem wants to do more Kibar Av with our assets and with our goof than even Kavar Makam. So he says, that's the Yishami. The Bavli doesn't puzzle like that. So the guy says on this last point that you don't have to let it go that far. And this could be Nagea. Most of the time, it's not Nagea. It could be Nagea. There are cases where, whatever reason, they don't have insurance and the, the uh, facility they want to go to or the kids would want to bring them to is, with their consent, is uh, too expensive. And uh, the choice is somebody staying home and they're both working, two working parents, not uncommon today. And so some of these guys say, oh, it's not going to, Baruch Hashem, people aren't going hungry. But many people need a double income because they can't cover all the bills. Often that's because the bills are high because the standard of living is high and the first eight is to lower the standard of living. Okay, that's easier said than done. Certainly easier said than done in certain areas where real estate is higher and everything's more expensive. And... When one stops working, even if it's the wife, let's say she has a part-time job and she's making less, which isn't always the case, so you sacrifice the uh, one that's, uh, not a sacrifice, the schus, but you, you cut out the, the job that's making less, but the problem is it's making less, but not that much less, than depending on the income. So now what? So Machaber says, you got to rough it. And the guy says that it's probably the Yishami, the Shitasa, and he's not at all convinced about the passes like that. So that's the question. Uh, this comes up now in Europe. Nobody had any money, and often the parents, and there weren't too many facilities, and the parents moved in with the grandpa. Sometimes he had three generations in the same house, uh, and everybody helped out and pitched in, and that was the way it, that was the way it went. Today, uh, it's, uh, again, not so easy, um, and you want a scenario where everybody's getting along, which is good sometimes if they come a little bit and then leave after or the summer, or and sometimes they get along famously, which hopefully will be the case, and it will work. Muncie, there's less of an excuse. If you can afford it, at least you have some land and you can build an extension. And uh, Brooklyn, even if you can afford it, you, um, I mean, you can build up. You know, 
there's just X amount of room. So, and I, I, I picked that, not just because of living in Muncie. Um, the fact is, I know many, many examples where they did just that. And it's a wonderful kiyam of kibbutz of aim and a wonderful kiddush Hashem. And unlike the horrific story I told about the hospice last week or two weeks ago with the people from another part of the world, uh, that's, for many people, that's a double pushing. That's, uh, we have, uh, have an example in our community. I won't mention the name. You all know who it is. When people first came, the first, first people said, they were trying to figure out, like, what's that? What's that? Well, who's that? Who's that? Well, that's the way you're supposed to do it. It's, if all things are equal, that's, uh, that's a wonderful, wonderful Kiddush Hashem, and uh, that's the way it was done then. But the, first you've got to figure out when there's not enough money, wh- what's the din, how far do you have to stretch? No one's going to stop you from stretching more if you want to be messing up. The question is, Machaber seems to say this, Ramad doesn't argue on this part, but the guidance seems to be arguing. That's why it's at least uh, a shaila. But the last part we have to get back to about Dom and Asina, Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow night will be what's with the Paraduma and uh, why did this particular reward come and what's behind the scenes. Mitzvah Shem will touch upon that tomorrow night.